Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's good, HPC? It's your boy, JT. And I just want to continue to thank everybody for tuning in to these amazing devotionals on all social media outlets and platforms. But you know, I can't get into the word without declaring God's word over you. So I declare Deuteronomy 28, 12, and I declare this over every person that is listening and every person that is watching. I declare that God will open up the heavens upon you and your family and that his storehouse are bountiful. And I declare that he will rain down on your land and bless all the works of your hands, that you will lend to many nations and you will never have to borrow in Jesus name. We're going to continue to go through the most straight up real talk book of the Bible, man. And that's the book of James. Uh, today, we're going to be navigating through James chapter three, verses three through six. So without further ado, man, let's hop into the word. And the reading of God's word is starting in verse three. It says, when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Get amen for the reading of God's word, man. That's some powerful stuff right there. But I remember when I was a kid, man, I remember two phrases that my mother used to utter to me more than anything ever, and it's, it stuck with me today. The first phrase was, go in there and get that belt. And the second phrase is, boy, you better watch your mouth. Man, my mother used to tell me to watch my mouth all the time, man, and I didn't know back then, and she didn't know back then that she was actually declaring a James chapter 3, verses 3 through 6 over my life. Uh, but this is the same thing that James is telling us in these three verses. He's telling us to watch our mouths. He's talking to us about the power of the tongue. And so James delivered this in two insightful illustrations. He says, when you put a bit in a horse's mouth, you can control the horse. And he says, when you steer a rudder, it can direct those big Disney cruise liner ships that people love to travel on all the time. So James is telling us as a bit is to the horse and as a rudder is to the ship, so is the tongue to the Christian. See, the bit and the rudder are small components compared to the things that they control, but they are the most important things as well. See, if you can't control the bit, you can't control the horse. And if you can't control the rudder, then you can't control the ship. So James is telling us that the tongue, even though it's a small component of the human body, it has extreme power to either do good or to do evil. I remember a lot of times, man, I know we all can relate to this. When we were kids, our, our parents used to tell us, man, when somebody says something bad to you, I want you to tell them sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. And I wish back then, man, I knew that we were declaring false information, man, because words do hurt. Because we all have seen a spouse say some hurtful things to their significant other. We have seen parents speak down on their children. 
We've seen children say some respectful or sorry, disrespectful things to their parents. We've seen family members and friends who we're supposed to trust and who we're supposed to love say worse things to us than even a stranger can. See, the tongue is compared to a match in a wildfire. Although it is small of the human body and although it is hidden, it can set people's lives, it can set people's ministries, it can set people's self-esteem, it can set people's relationships on fire. So words do hurt. I know y'all look at me like, JT, well, well, what am I to do, man? When somebody says something hurtful or somebody says something disrespectful to me, am I to be silent? No, we are to do the opposite. See, James is not telling us to take a vow of silence. See, I want you to understand something. You can't solve the problem of a wild horse or an uncontrollable horse just by leaving it in the barn by itself. We can't solve the problem of an uncontrollable cruise ship just by leaving it at the dock by itself. So silence is not the key. But in Proverbs 18, 21, King Solomon tells us what the key, what the true key is. The word says that death and life, and I want you to remember this, death and life is in the power of our own tongue. And when we say death and life, we're not speaking physical death and physical life, but we're speaking, when we say death, we meaning speaking demeaning things over people. And when we say life, we mean speaking uplifting things over people. So just as we talked about early, just as the tongue can destroy lives, that same tool, that same part of your body can be used to create life, to speak life over people, to create self-esteem from other people. It can be used to speak a grand speech that will inspire and motivate the world. These same tools of the tongue that is inside of our bodies can be used as word of affirmations to people. So instead of us speaking death, and instead of us having awkward silence, I want us to speak life unto every person that we come in contact with. So the next time we come into a situation, man, I want us to do this. Next time we come into a situation to where we're about to say something hurtful to somebody, I want us to think of the word words. Words, yes, W-O-R-D-S. That's what comes out of our mouths when we speak sentences and we say things to people. But before you say anything hurtful, I want you to put an S in front of that W, and it changes into a whole other word, swords, S-W-O-R-D-S. I want you to remember, and I want you to think and be conscious that the next things that you say out of your mouth can cut somebody so deeply that they may not be able to be recovered from it, and they may be scarred from the rest of their lives. So how do we apply this to our lives, JT? The first thing that I want us to understand is this. We need help, man. We can't tame the tongue on our own. We need a helper. Just as the horse needed a human being to put the bit in his mouth, and just as the ship needed a pilot to be able to steer the rudder, we need the governor, we need the counselor, we need the helper, we need the Holy Spirit to be in our lives. Our bodies, which the tongue is included, is a dwelling place, is a temple for the Holy Spirit. So when we fully submit to him, then we can truly control, control our tongues. And the second thing that I want us to do is this. There may be somebody in your life that you have set the relationship on fire by something that you have harshly said. I want you to ask God to bring that person to remembrance, for him to give you the wisdom and the words to say to that person, and for you to apologize and to ask for forgiveness for the things that you have said.
And the last thing is this, the Bible tells us to be quick to listen, to be slow to speak, and to be slow to anger. And I want us all to practice that. And just as we said earlier, before we say anything hurtful to anybody, I want us to add that S in front of the W of the word words, and it turns into sore. And I want us to be conscious of all the things that we're saying to people. But I want us to use our tongues as a scalpel. See, a scalpel and a sword are both cutting tools. But the thing about a scalpel is when a doctor uses a scalpel, the intent is to heal and not to harm. So I want you to speak healing, speak life over yourself and over others. Let us pray. Father God, Lord, we just thank you for this day. Lord, we give you the honor and the praise for who you are and what you mean to us, Father God. Lord, we know that we cannot contain and tame our tongues, Father God, on ourselves alone. So, Father God, we ask that the governor, we ask that the helper, we ask that the guider, Father God, the Holy Spirit, Father God, would tame every ounce of our tongues, Father God. Lord, that we are using our tongues to speak life over people, to speak healing, Father God, to uplift and to motivate and inspire young men and women, Father God, Lord of faith, Lord, to be able to inspire them to do all that they have been called to do, Father. So I pray that you tame our tongues, Father God, and you use our words, Father, to speak life into this world and not death. So, Father God, we believe that we have already received this, Father God. We speak your word, Father God, as it was given to us, Father God. We knowing that your word would not return back to you void. So we thank you for receiving these prayers in your time and alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.